Leftists see George Orwell's novel 1984 as a blueprint for progress. One of the many remarkable aspects of this time in America is that all the forces of oppression about which George Orwell warned in his novel 1984 are present and growing, and many of the oppressors can't see it. Ironically, many of the oppressors view themselves as paragons of virtue when, in reality, they're paragons of virtue signaling, which constitutes a performative cloak of invisibility that conceals totalitarianism. In Orwell's portentous novel, he describes four government ministries, one of which, the Ministry of Truth, quote, concerned itself with news, entertainment, education, and the fine arts, end quote. Orwell wrote, and I quote, who controls the past, ran the party slogan, controls the future. Who controls the present, controls the past. All that was needed was an unending series of victories over your own memory. Reality control, they called it. In newspeak, doublethink, end quote. While our news, entertainment, education, and fine arts are not institutionally linked to the government, they are ideologically bound together in an unholy alliance that seeks to indoctrinate society just as Big Brother does in 1984. Today, progressives are tearing down statues and renaming government schools to erase recognition of our founding fathers. Government schools are teaching the revisionist history of the 1619 Project, and Howard Zinn's People's History of the United States. Through falsified birth certificates and driver's licenses, the state colludes with mainstream news outlets, entertainment, and educational institutions to scrub history by identifying men and women as the sex they aren't. Try looking for information on the actress Ellen Page. Within hours of announcing recently that she was no longer a woman, the disparate minions of the Ministry of Truth began scrubbing history, changing Ellen to Elliot, and replacing all pronouns that refer to her with deceitful male pronouns. Acts of hatred and deceit against the human person are now called love and authenticity by those practiced at the art of newspeak. Orwell wrote, quote, If the party could thrust its hand into the past and say of this or that event it never happened, that surely was more terrifying than mere torture and death, end quote. Well, it's happening now, and it is terrifying indeed. Now we have intrusive big government, including government schools, in cahoots with big tech to control the past, the present, and the future. Social media has created algorithms and inconsistently applied community standards to suppress the dissemination of not only ideas, but also news. Orwell explains that in the government-mandated language of newspeak, quote, doublethink means the power of holding two contradictory beliefs in one's mind simultaneously and accepting both of them, end quote. That's Orwell. When I worked at Deerfield High School, two English teachers, Michael Wolfe and Jeff Berger-White, sent a letter to the local press which was signed by half the department in which they argued, and I quote them, it is difficult for people to simultaneously hold conflicting opinions, but this difficulty should not prevent us from attempting to do so. The best work we do in our classrooms is to highlight how multiple understandings are true and that the validity of one idea does not necessarily negate the validity of another, end quote. I'm pretty sure they read 1984, but missed the point. 
In their letter, they acknowledged that, quote, certain doctrine that may not allow diverse and conflicting views to coexist still have a cherished place in our classrooms, unless those doctrine are malicious, end quote. Guess which views on sexuality the gods of government schools have declared malicious? The vehicle for our rocketing trip deep down into our subterranean Orwellian dystopia is transcultism. The world we've entered is the anti-science transtopia, where, in Orwell's words, quote, reality exists in the human mind and nowhere else, end quote. The propellant that reality-denying transcultists and their fearful and or foolish collaborators use is newspeak. Newspeak, like the speech rules leftists impose today, are intended to control thought. Hear from Orwell, quote, It was intended that when newspeak had been adopted once and for all, a heretical thought should be literally unthinkable. This was done partly by the invention of new words, but chiefly by eliminating undesirable words and stripping such words as remained of unorthodox meanings. The special function of certain newspeak words was not so much to express meanings as to destroy them. End quote. In two now-famous quotes, Orwell illuminates the troubling views of tyrants about language. Quote, it's a beautiful thing, the destruction of words. And, but if thought corrupts language, language can also corrupt thought. End quote. On December 8, 2020, the University of Michigan's Information and Technology Services Words Matter Task Force, Ministry of Truth for short, issued its spanking new Newspeak lexicon. Acknowledging that language is powerful, the ministers of truthiness have published a document with banned words and recommended replacements, along with a bewildering array of action steps to ensure widespread compliance. The banned list, which is, according to them, not exhaustive and will continue to grow, are those words deemed by the ministers of truthiness a.k.a. thought police, to, quote, harm morale and deliberately or inadvertently exclude people from feeling accepted or cause people to feel alienated, end quote. Here are a few of the alienating terms and their recommended new speaking replacements. Any word ending in men or man is banned to be replaced with words ending in people, or a wholly different word. For example, man hours should become person hours. The word blacklist is banned. Instead, we should say prohibited. Black and white thinking is banned. Instead, we should say binary thinking or all or nothing thinking. Brown bag is to be replaced with lunch and learn. Crack the whip, replaced with manage the effort closely. Crazy or insane is banned, and instead we should say outrageous, nonsensical, ridiculous. Crippled is banned, instead we should say weakened or deteriorated. Disabled is banned, we should say, when referring to a system, deactivated or broken. Dummy should be replaced with placeholder or sample. Grandfathered in is banned, instead we should say legacy status. Gypped is banned, say defrauded, swindled, cheated, ripped off. Handicapped is banned, instead we should say restricted. Girl, gal, boy, and guy are banned, instead we should say person. 
Guys and gals are banned, for example, in hi guys. Instead, we're to say hi everyone, hi folks. Honey, sweetheart, or sweetie are banned. Instead, we should use the person's name. Long time no see is banned. Instead, we should say, I haven't seen you in ages. Low man on the totem pole is banned. We should say, last in the pecking order or the bottom of the heap. Master and slave are banned. Instead, we should say, leader, follower, primary, or standby. Native is banned. We should say, built in, innate. Picnic is banned. Instead, we should say gathering. Preferred pronouns is banned. We should say pronouns. Privileged account is banned. Instead, we should say elevated account. Sanity check is banned. Instead, we should say confidence check or coherence check. Sold down the river is banned. Instead, we should say betrayed or thrown under the bus. Straw man is banned. Instead, we should say conceptual design and uppity is banned. We should say arrogant or conceited. I don't know how fans of Masters of the Universe are going to feel about primaries of the universe. This list reveals that the left is teaching people to be offended in order to maintain their cultural power through intersectional grievance identity politics. My anecdotal experience with even leftists suggests virtually no one has been offended by most of these expressions as they are commonly used until the last five minutes of history, and the faux offense being now claimed had to be beaten into them by the hammer of tolerance wielded by far-left social justice warriors. It also raises a question for leftists. If a word's history is largely unknown and its current meaning is inoffensive, why eliminate it? Why not be thankful that the old, ugly association has been supplanted by a new, innocuous one? If, on the other hand, we must commit to linguistic stasis, then shouldn't we retain the historical meaning of, for example, pronouns? And what if I'm offended by being commanded to use pronouns based on gender identity rather than on biological sex? What if, because I'm deeply committed to science, reality, truth, and the First Amendment, I'm offended by attempts to socially coerce language compliance in the service of a political agenda? Orwell wrote that, quote, Power is in tearing human minds to pieces and putting them together again in new shapes of your own choosing, end quote. Yep, that pretty much describes what 16-plus years of secular education does to children. Under an article about the University of Michigan's Ministry of Truth on the College Fix website, one waggish fellow left this perfect response to the banned words list. Quote, Every member of the Words Matter task force has sold his or her ideals down the river. This black and white thinking only ever leads to blacklists and shunning people off the reservation while the crazies enjoy a crippled picnic. To be thrown under the bus for being the low man on the social justice totem pole is to be grandfathered into the ever-growing community of gypped guys and gals, excluded when the masters change the rules of polite society into one of a dummy society where every utterance is weighed for a privileged account. Even asking for a sanity check of these lunatic brown baggers puts you at risk of being professionally, if not personally, disabled. They may start by cracking the whip rhetorically, but their rhetoric inevitably leads to insane physical realities sooner or later. In short, kiss my grits, sweetie. End quote. Remember this list next time you see the leftist American Library Association's 
annual Umbridge Fest called Banned Books Week. Leftists ban not only books, but also words. Orwell said something else progressives will hate, and I quote, Whatever was true now was true from everlasting to everlasting, end quote.